0: what's good stay regal fam it's your girl regal and we back with a new episode regal me baby go ahead baby regal me baby go ahead baby now as you guys may know your girl just celebrated her 30th birthday but before we jump into all of that fuck self-doubt so my 30th birthday was last thursday your girl went out and had a little bit too much fun i thought i was 21 again but that's neither here nor there. I'm feeling better. I really feel 30. I'm not going to flex. Like I woke up that morning feeling like a brand new woman. Um, and I feel damn good. But before I go in continue celebrating me and my life. I just want to take a moment to thank my mother. For birthing me. For raising me. And loving me the way that only she could. And I just want to say mommy that this year is for us. And we about to make shit happen. So... Yes, you guys, I'm 30, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling amazing, and I reached out to some of my closest friends and family, and I asked them to send me questions, because in the midst of this hashtag fuck self-doubt series, I wanted to do um, a Get to Know Regal episode for my birthday, it's Gemini season, and I just thought it would be appropriate, Um, not only in this journey of self-love have I realized how strong and resilient I have been and always was to overcome some of the things that i've been through and that's inspired me to continue going every single day that i wake up so i thought it would be fitting and also to people who don't know me that well that tune into my podcast i wanted to give you guys a little glimpse into who i am and just maybe you know answer some questions that maybe you guys are curious about um and see where it takes us so with that being said i wanted to do like 30 questions for 30 um but it didn't happen that way and that's cool So, I do have some questions for you guys, though. And we're going to get into it. Um, I got about 17 questions. And the first one is, being a new mom, do you struggle with having a balance of acceptable you time and time that should be spent with your kid? And I just feel like, well, some of you guys who don't know, um, I am a new mom. Um, I did not birth a child, but two years ago, I started the process um, to adopt my niece. And so, we are almost at the end. We're so excited. Um, And so, yes, I am a new mom. I've been with... (laughs) I've been with her. She's been with me now for about two years. And um, I guess I'll just say as a new mom, there's really not you time. Um, Especially because, you know, it's not a baby. She's a full-grown, like, big kid. So, she wants time... um, she's very much like me when I was a child um very affectionate all very loving wants to be right up under you just like I was with my mom which is so crazy because even though she's not my kid, she acts so much like me and so yeah I do kind of struggle with that because sometimes there's no me time unless I'm at work and you know um but I'm at a job thankfully where she can come with me so that's great too so there is the struggle there but I'm Cool. At first, it was a struggle because I wasn't used to being a mom or having a ch- child always right there on my hip. And so it was very frustrating. But now I'm adjusting. And when she's not around me, it's like, damn, like <laughs> I needed to come home. Like I wanted to be with my baby. So that's kind of where we're at now. And so, yeah. How has motherhood changed you? Wow. Well. I will say this. I have a joke that (laughs) I didn't start growing up until two years ago. I really kind of feel like, damn, there's so much, so much immaturity, you know, and things I didn't even realize because you don't have another life depending on you. Um, And not to say that everyone's like that, because I'm sure there's some people who don't have kids. that are very, very mature. Me, I was having, you know, what I thought was the time of my life. And she's changed me and so many different ways um, I'm a lot calmer I think a lot more I feel like I have more compassion um, more grace I really take time before when I'm anger uh, angered or emotional to think about what I'm saying sometimes I I'm real hot-headed, and I can just let things fly out, and it's like, damn, you really shouldn't have said that, so, um, yeah, she just made me, I feel like, a lot wiser and stronger, and it's been really cool going through this self-love journey while uh, raising someone, because the things that I'm learning, I'm teaching her as I go, and so we struggle together through a lot of the things, and it's our journey together, um, even though it's for ourselves, so, that's really beautiful thing. Um, and so, yeah. I hope I answered that question great. But that's how motherhood has changed me. It's changed me to be a kinder, better, gentler Rebecca. Um, next question is, being a mother now, would you say it's easy? Or do you now see why mom was so tough on you? Bro! <laughs> Hell no, being a mother is not easy. Like... It's not easy whatsoever because you understand the importance—well, most women do—understand the importance of the job that they have. And so it's not that it's difficult where it's like, oh my gosh, she's difficult. It's like, I don't want to mess up, you know, because you know all the things that you've had to recover from. And things that about how you were raised when you grew up. You're like, damn, that low key wasn't right. Or high key <laughs> wasn't right. And so you're like, okay, I don't want to do that. But that's really the only reference you have to raising kids. So I do understand why my mom was so tough on me. And I'm so blessed that, at least for the last two years, my mom was able to see me, you know, raising and helping me and giving me wisdom and knowledge about things. And I, I straight up, I went to her like, mom, i I'm sorry. <laughs> because every single whooping that I've ever gotten I deserve that shit Um, yeah man kids can be a lot they're a lot and just yeah just remember when you were a kid and then being a parent your kid's gonna do those same things those same little sneaky things and um, yeah they try to be slicker than you but you gotta let them know that you stay up on your toes that's one thing don't keep letting them think like we want to let things slide don't keep letting things slide you got to let them know like hey i peeped that and it's not going to continue and that's all i'll say about that so what advice do you give your daughter that you wish someone would have said to you um man i give her (laughs) so much advice (laughs) She's always like, you draw things out. And it's like, sorry, you know, I'm a Gemini. And there's a lot of us, so we all feel like we have to say something. But I am getting better. But what advice do I give her? Um, to love herself, man. And to not put so much validation into the thoughts of others about herself. Um, and every single morning we say our affirmations together and we pray together. Um, I'm teaching her how to have a grateful mind, body, spirit, soul. Because there's so much that we can harp on and be negative about and complain about. But on the other hand, there's just so much. This beautiful life we have is a blessing, no matter how hard it gets. And every day is an opportunity to become better, to do better, and to be better. So I definitely, um, we pray that every single morning about being grateful. And we have our affirmations that we you know, come up with together. Sometimes she'll add things in that she needs to work on. Um, and I love that I'm teaching her that she's beautiful, just the way she is her brown skin, her curly hair. Like, she's just such a gorgeous soul. Oh, you guys will meet her one day. Or maybe not, but she's so amazing. Um, next question says, How has motherhood changed your dating life? <laughs> if I were out of dating life, it would have changed. But honestly... Okay, if so, how and what are you going to do to get it back on track? So, that was a little multi-step question. Um, how has motherhood changed your dating life? So, I didn't have, like, really a dating life before she came. Um, I had, like, a little situationship thing going on. But I cut that off for my own purposes, uh, own reasons, when I just realized that the situation wasn't healthy and I had to let it go. So that's kind of how it changed. It was just allowed me enough time just to really focus on her. um, and what am I gonna do to get it back on track? Um you know, I, I kind of put feelers out there on these little social media sites and stuff, but it's just like at the end of the day, I have so much to focus on, and it's like once I really feel like my time's being wasted, I just cut it off, especially because I'm such a person where. It's easy for me to love and to just be like, oh, you know, I'm feeling that person and just really, I want to say latch on, but find a connection. And um, I just don't have time to be giving my energy to something that's not reciprocating that energy. And I just be like, nah, I don't got time for that. Um, So, yeah, I'm really not focused on getting um, a dating life back on track. I'm really trying to get this podcast popping. I want my jewelry business to be popping more. I'm just trying to get my income together so me and my baby's life can be um, where it's supposed to be. And that way I can just really start focusing on other things that I want to do. That's really what my focus is. Do I miss having someone in my life like a significant other? Hell, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like I still got my baby to focus on, like and that's really the main important relationship right now. All right. Next question is how are you so strong and wise? Um well thank you one and uh strong and wise I really just life experiences man and um when you're going through those experiences really reflecting And trying to figure out how the fuck did I get here? (laughs) And I'm not gonna stay here, so what do I need to do? And just really trying to um, just focus on what I can do. And if I don't, if I can't figure it out or it's out of my control, let it go. Because when I was younger, like I really would um, have really bad anxiety attacks and I would stress myself into migraines and like panic attacks and couldn't breathe, couldn't think, couldn't focus and my mom was like yo like you're gonna give yourself a heart attack you can't do anything about it you work on what you can work on you do your best and the rest you just got to give it to god so honestly that's what it is like just giving it to god and seeing that and just peeping game when i try to go through it alone And I'm struggling, being all frantic. And then when I say, look, God, I've done everything that I can. I'm going to place it at your feet. And then I just see how things work out. It's like, why not go to somebody who has the answers? Because I done did all I can do at this point. And strong, that's just come from my life. uh, Knocking your ass down a few times, man. And just getting back up and busting back. Like, I'm not just going to stay in this situation and I just realized that early on, I wasn't going to allow myself to die. Let my life die and let myself die just because of some comfortability. Like, that's for the birds. So you got to keep pushing, man. Uh, next question. So what is the importance of staying regal? Now, that's kind of cool. So... The whole... isn't so crazy how, like, everything just be, like, lining itself up. Um, where Regal came from, um, I was in one of my foster classes. And this was, like, I think maybe the first or second one. Um, and we had to introduce ourselves. So, it was, like, you know, give an adjective with the first letter of your name. And, um, and then, yeah, that's what we'll call you. And so, I'm sitting there racking my brain, like, dang. Like, I know it's just a little icebreaker or whatever. But I got to think of a good adjective. And then... Um, it just was like, Regal Rebecca. And I was like, ooh, I like that. That got a nice ring to it. So, um, yeah, so I put Regal Rebecca. And then later on that night, I looked it up. And it says, of resembling or fit for a monarch, especially in being magnificent or dignified. And then it was just like, yes, you need to remind yourself of who you are and what you are constantly. So, let this be associated with you. You know, you're a regal. You're a regal, Rebecca. And so, the importance of staying regal for me is just a constant reminder. Uh, never letting myself forget that no matter what I'm going through, what I'm doing, what position, where I'm at in life, I'm going to always stay regal because that's who I am. I'm royal. I'm royalty, you know? And just to stop being so negative with myself. So, that's where regal comes for me. Just remember... When life is trying to keep you down in the weeds. Like, nah, I'm magnificent. I'm dignified. And I don't gotta do all that, you know? And so, yes. That is the importance of staying real to me. So, how has motherhood affected your fuck self-doubt fuel tank? Whoo, Man! Now, there's so many moments in life where I feel it's appropriate to say fuck self-doubt and that brings you there. But when you, when I just realize, like, she watches every single thing that I do. Um, and sometimes I don't even have to be doing anything, but I look up and she's staring at me. She sometimes watches me sleep. Like, she's just always watching me. And even I'm just like, what's going on? Like, you okay? You need something? And she's just like, no. I just, I'm just looking at you. I'm just watching you. And that's when it was like, what are you showing her? So, I just have to make sure that what I'm showing her is a whole bunch of positive, hardworking, dope shit. Like, even scared, do it. Um, Even unsure, do it. Like, you just gotta do it. And that's honestly what keeps me going. Because when I see her face, when I tell her about certain ideas or things that I'm about to start doing and then I just how she lights up like wow like you're gonna do that or how you do that and then we start talking about it and I just see the excitement in her and then see the fire that it ignites in her about the things she wants to do um it definitely pumps me up like yo you're on to something and you gotta keep going like and even if it don't work like just try something else um what does self-care look like for regal rebecca Self-care for me, um, it looks like a lot of things. It looks like um, making sure I tell myself I'm beautiful every day. It looks like um, stopping negative thoughts in their tracks. Like, no matter where you are. I don't care. Sometimes I look crazy, I'm sure. I'm like, nope. And and I'll just be like, hey, like, stop thinking like that. It's going to work out. You're going to do great. And I know people be looking at me like, why is she talking to herself but hey I don't care because that's what I need to keep going you know what I'm saying and um, spending time with my family I love that moisturizing my body I really love Um, having uh, soft skin and so I I take moisturizing my entire body very seriously (laughs) Um, to the point Robbie on some of my family's head like hey I'm gonna need y'all to moisturize because rubbing on yourself and feeling that soft skin like it's something that feels good Um, self care looks like a lot of things it looks like meditation for me it looks like um, saging my house making sure the energy around me is Cleansed and beautiful. Self-care looks like a lot of things. It looks like a massage, you know? It looks like uh, educating myself. Self-care looks like a lot of things. Sometimes I'm just listening to music and I'm zoning out. So self-care is a lot of things for me. It just depends on the moment where I'm at and uh, what I need at that particular time. Um, so what is your dream job and I'm gonna kind of put these two together because honestly what I see myself doing in the future is my dream jobs like I only want to work on things that are super important to me moving forward um in my life and I don't want to do anything just because like a means to an end like I really want things to be significant and just carry super super meaningful uh have a meaningful impact into my life. So the question is what is your dream jobs? Um are there any other ventures you see yourself doing in the future? Um yes there is oh there's so much great things but some stuff I'm not gonna talk about um one thing I'm working on currently I'm not gonna talk about it's gonna be so dope. It's lit um and it's just something that my mother used to always uh, just really pour into me as a kid and I always shied away from it like I can't do that I can't do that But yeah, great things are coming. Um, I definitely have a passion and an interest in building furniture, redoing furniture. I love it. Um, And I like getting my hands dirty and getting out there and just like sawing the wood down. So you're definitely going to see more furniture uh, designs and things like that coming in the near future. I really, really would love, I'm not gonna say would love, I'm going to have um, my podcast be um, video as well. So I want that to be visual for you guys just so we can connect on another level. So that'll be coming up soon. Um, your girl's trying to save some money for this new equipment so we can get this on and popping. But um, yeah, so I see myself venturing into that, um, doing some consulting for branding and social media. I'm just trying to do things that I'm really passionate about and um, above all else, I want to help people, so um, whether that's helping people build their own brands, maybe helping them make their home, their house feel like a home, or just anything, maybe touching their lives, doing or creating content that makes people smile and happy, those are the type of things that I would love to do and that I will be doing in the near future. So the next question says, how much hustle time do you need in comparison to an average 40 hour a week worker? Well, I now have a job, so I do currently work well, 35 to 40 hours a week. Um, but I just feel like even if you're working 40 hours a week, if you're trying to basically make a way for yourself, um, you still need to use the... Rest of your time to pour into a side hustle or something like that. But as far as hustle time, I just feel like honestly, the hustle never stops. And if you can get your hustle to where it's um, making you money while you're asleep, then you're on the right track. So um, there's a lot of time spent into hustling, you know, especially if you have multiple streams. So that's like it just really depends on the person. Um, I guess we're talking about me, huh? (laughs) But, um... Hustle time. You need the whole 24 hours. Let's just say that. You just need the whole 24 hours. How has growing your business helped you with your personal growth? That's a good question. So, I find that with really focusing on being business-oriented and just building my brand and building a business... I'm more solutions-oriented. It's like, okay, there's a problem. How do we fix that problem? All right, so we need to start working on that. And yeah, it's not... Sometimes it's a struggle for me because it's like my personal life is different than when you're in your business aspect. But I keep telling myself, like, treat your business like your baby and just everything you do, make it super, super personal. So, yeah, I do find that I'm more solutions-oriented, in my personal life. And I do like that. Do you want to have more children? Why or why not? <laughs> Yo, my baby just asked me to have another baby um, like two months ago. And I told her, no, <laughs> I'm not having another child. And why not? Because honestly, um, there are some health reasons too. Um I don't even know if I can have kids. I'm not trying to speak negativity into the atmosphere, but it's just, it may be more difficult for me due to PCOS. So not really sure, but I don't really want to have more kids because just having her these last two years, I realized that it is a lot of work. And I feel like she's almost 12. I don't want to start over because, you know, I'm finally getting my stuff together. And I want to spend the rest of us having a good time. Me and her, she's about to be in high school and stuff. You know, I can focus on college and we're going to be good. And just starting over and having a child, like a newborn baby, that would just be a lot. So, no. As far as the baby There's a small part of me that still maybe wants to go and, you know, maybe adopt like a 10 or 11 year old just because they'd be around the same age. Um, She just really, really vibes well with other kids. And I know she really wants that companionship all the time. Um, So there's my Gemini answer on that one. Um, Next question is, what is your ideal spouse? Uh, These questions. So an ideal spouse. Um, I just want someone who is committed to being the best them that they can. Supportive and helping me, and committed to seeing both of us walk that through, being the best us that we can be. Someone who's honest, funny as hell. Um, did I say ambitious? Please be ambitious. Um, and you know, yes, I want them to be attractive to me. I want them to be a praying spouse. I want them to be open to new things. And I want them to love me wholeheartedly, committed to me. And yeah, that is my ideal spouse. Now, what is my deepest fear? I would say my deepest fear is not fulfilling my purpose. And even put, yeah. To not do what I was put on this earth to do. And to not spend time in the creator's face enough to know what that was. So what was some of the things that you wish you were taught in school? Um, For me, that would be the truth about my people's culture. um, And not just be led to believe that we were, you know, savages from another country. That we were royalty. Like, all the things that we have to go and find out ourselves. Like, it was so easy for, you know, the history that they wanted us to know to be in those books. I just would have loved to see the truth about our people. And, of course, I know it's programming, so we're not going to have that. But that's what I wish I was taught in school, just to really the the truth about how it, it everything really is in life. But that would be too much like right. Um. So, when was your fuck self-doubt moment? Now, for me, I feel like these moments happen all the time. Um, Because, you know, it's not like a... For me, it wasn't like a one big moment. The one big moment that made me start this was when I was trying to write my book. And then I was like, I should turn it into a movie. And then I told myself that I couldn't do it. And then I was like, fuck self-doubt. So that was my one huge moment. But I definitely feel like there's been... collection of these moments Um, since then because like I'll be telling everybody I'm not perfect but I'm progressing I still get these moments of self doubt that creep in and then I'm like ah nope F that or I have poured into my friends and then they can pour back like hey like this is not you. you know what you need to do stop living in your fear fuck self doubt and we can keep it pushing like that so for me there's been a multitude of these moments and I'm happy that I keep pushing past these mugs I'm not going to let them get me down. And, uh, yeah, so I think I've been having a lot of F self-doubt moments since, like, 25 to now and that just really kept pushing me to this place where I'm at now on this journey to love myself and to make better choices for myself. And be the best damn regal that I can be. So last question is the regal experience. What does it look like? Now, y'all, there's so many different sides of me and so many different likes and interests and things like that. But there would definitely be moonflower djing and she's the illest dj uh if y'all think i'm lying go check her out on soundcloud but she's dope and so yeah definitely gotta have my soulmate on the ones and twos i need this to be some type of beach environment and i just want there to be loud music like you can feel just rolling and bump pumping through your body I want there to be dancing. Everyone's just dancing, laughing. Um, Good food. I want there to be um, just different type of vendors. All different types of things. Creative things. Um, People just loving each other. Having a good time. Not a care in the world. We in the ocean, we on the shore, like we've taken over the beach and we just lit. And everyone's having a good time. It's the perfect weather. A little breeze is going on. All my people's with me. I just wanted to feel like, like God is just sitting up smiling down on us and everybody feels it. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful experience. And so, yeah, that's what the Regal experience would be like today. That might change tomorrow. But, hey, that's one of the Regal experiences. So, we definitely going to have to make that happen. So, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in on this episode of the State Regal Radio. Hashtag fuck self-doubt series. It's your girl, Regal. And I just want to remind y'all to be true. Love you. Fuck self-doubt. And with that, y'all, I'm out of here. Peace and blessings. I'll catch you guys on the next one.